One year with the podcast. I've actually made it a whole year making an episode every single week. Wow. I'll be honest, I am super, super stoked about that. But just like, wow. So amazing to think I started this a year ago. And thank you so much for being along on this journey with me. I honestly would not have made it to one year of this podcast without this amazing community that just keeps growing. All the great conversations I've had with listeners, the great advice and suggestions I've gotten on episodes and other educational things you want to learn, and honestly, the impact that you've told me these episodes have had. I have loved hearing about your own photographic adventures and the way that the advice I'm giving out on this podcast has changed the way you take photos or changed what you think about taking photos. And that that is the reason I am doing this. So thank you for letting me know that. And thank you so much for being along on this journey with me. And also, here we go. And welcome to episode 52 of the Travel and Adventure Photography School podcast. As it has been for the last 51 episodes, I'm your host, Robert Massey. Thank you so much for being here with me today. This podcast is the educational arm of Robert Massey Photography, my adventure photography portraiture and fine art firm in Calgary, Alberta. We focus on capturing memorable photos in the great outdoors. You can follow along on our photography journey on Instagram at Robert Massey Photography, and you can check out our brand new website where the show notes are also being hosted now at robertmasseyphotography.ca. All right, let's get on with the show. Photography can sometimes be a bit difficult to prioritize, even if it is your main gig. I've been so focused on teaching, building new websites, transferring content, and prepping for the new year, along with the regular family blowouts, that I haven't really had time to hit up the mountains just yet in the new year. We are three quarters of the way through January, and I've been in the mountains just twice. Once, my trip lasted about three kilometers of a 14-kilometer hike because I pulled a muscle going too hard straight out of the gate, and the other was a wonderful sunrise hike with my wife. But that's it. I've managed to get out and explore the city a little bit more, but really my camera has only been in my hand five or six times in January. And I know I'm not the only one that this has happened to. When life gets busy and there are many things to focus on, crafting images can get pushed to the back burner. For me, photography isn't just about work. It's also a creative release and a way to relax and see the world. And that's what photography is for a lot of people. And then when it gets pushed to the bottom of the list, it means that I am working too hard and not focusing enough on my own mental health. And I am sure that goes the same for a lot of people out there. Now, relaxation and mental health are integral to getting the most out of life. And if you want to create better photos, you need to have a little bit of relaxation and mental health going on in your life so you're not feeling so overwhelmed by everything all the time. You also need to get out and be shooting more often. And if those two happen to go hand in hand, relaxation and taking photos, it's a great way to create just spectacular images. So don't let your photography just sit idle. With that in mind, today's episode is all about things you can do to get out and shoot more often. These are little things that I focus on to make sure that I'm not forgetting to pick up my camera and head out the door. So suggestion number one for you, keep your gear ready to go. I had a one-on-one photo student recently tell me she hadn't practiced at all between sessions because her camera battery was dead and she hadn't found the charger. Which meant every time she thought about shooting, she would grab her camera and then realize the battery was dead 
but wouldn't have time to find the charger, put it on the charger, do all that kind of stuff because she was typically headed out the door with the kids or to go for a run or to go exploring. And she just really didn't have time to do that before heading out. So her battery just kept forgetting to get charged and it didn't actually get charged until a few hours before I was showing up for our next lesson, which meant she hadn't taken a photo on her camera in about five weeks. Little things like dead batteries and full memory cards can really hinder you from heading out to shoot. They seem like small things, but if your camera isn't ready when you need it, you are less likely to head out shooting, especially when you have a lot on your plate. So I had a really busy running buddy who would go to bed dressed in his running clothes so that all he had to do in the morning was grab his water bottle and shoes and head out the door. He was typically off and running 15 minutes after getting up in the mornings. He did this because he discovered that every little barrier to his running stopped him from going. So if he was really tired, the idea of finding his shorts and putting them on or even just finding his socks and all that kind of stuff was like, ugh. No, I'm just, I'm going to go and get this work done. I'm going to have some coffee. Just let me relax. And all of a sudden, five hours have passed and he hasn't gone for his run. And that's just a simple little barrier like getting dressed. Now, think about your camera gear the same way. Every little thing that stops you from getting out the door prevents you from shooting. So after every shoot, charge your batteries, back up your memory cards and clean them off and make sure your kit is ready to go for the next time. I've got a charger right beside the door in my office, so I see it every time I walk in and out, which makes me think about keeping the batteries charged. If you've headed out in the rain or anything where your lens might get dirty, clean it quickly when you get home. This firstly stops things from becoming bonded to the lens, making it easier to clean. And secondly, it removes another barrier from your next shoot by thinking, oh, I have to clean that lens first and do this and this, and all of a sudden it adds things in front of you when you were ready to head out the door to go shooting. And honestly, it prevents you from forgetting that lens is dirty and affecting your next round of photos. My system for this is pretty straightforward, but a tad time consuming when I get back from shooting. I pop any batteries I have used up into their chargers, deposit the photos into my work drive in the backup system. And while they're uploading, I grab my camera and give it a quick once over to look for dirt and imperfections. Now do this yourself every time you get back from using your camera and it will be more at the ready for when you want to head out and shoot again. All right, suggestion number two, keep your gear visible. I used to keep my photography equipment in a set of cabinets that looked really nice and contained the disaster that my kit can turn into. But that has changed with our new house because I found I wasn't using the gear nearly as often. It was out of sight. And as the old adage goes, out of sight, out of mind. When I got busy, I wouldn't think about taking photographs nearly as often because I wouldn't just see my camera there. I would grab it when I needed to go shooting but I wouldn't always think about it when I was just heading out for a walk or going to explore the city. I now keep my camera gear in a set of open shelves near the front door so that I see it every time I head out of the house. This often makes me grab the camera in case something comes up while I'm out. We were headed out to celebrate my nephew's seventh birthday on Tuesday, and I was headed out the door. We were going to meet up with them and socially distance visit at a park and give him his birthday present and all that stuff. And I wasn't planning on bringing my camera until I saw it sitting there at the door. I'm like, ah, we could probably get some really cool photos of him on his seventh birthday. That's great. And I just tossed in my backpack and kept going. So one of the best things you can do for yourself is to keep your camera gear somewhere visible and ready to go. All right, going on to suggestion number three, get a photography accountability buddy. Anytime you are trying to stick to something like working out, going running or stopping smoking, it helps to have a person on your side who keeps you accountable. For our case, this is your photography accountability buddy. 
They will make sure you pick up and use your camera as often as you have said you would. Beyond that, they can even help make sure your photography is getting better by taking some time to review what you are shooting. Find someone who understands why photography is important to you and would be willing to hold you accountable. This needs to be someone who won't give in to your excuses and isn't going to beat around the bush with you. So really look for that friend that is always looking out for your best interests, even if it almost goes on the annoying side a little bit. That one who's willing to tell you when you've had a few too many, or that one who's like, hey, your driving kind of sucks, or anything like that, because they're the ones who are paying attention to you and your habits, and they're willing to call you on habits that are unhealthy. Because this accountability buddy needs to be somebody who is willing to call you out. Now, ideally, you are also this person's accountability buddy, so you can keep each other on track together. Now, hopefully this person is also someone you can head out and shoot with, as that takes the accountability up another notch. It's much harder to bail on someone when you are accountable to them, and you are supposed to be going out shooting, and they're your friend. So really, like, notch up that accountability level, and this will really help hold you to making sure photography stays important in your life. All right, suggestion number four, schedule time to shoot each week. Shooting routinely is crucial, and focused periods can help you get the most of your time and ensure you stay active in photography. Now, focus periods are most routinely used in offices and other locations like that, but you can really use it for any part of your schedule. Focus periods are blocks of time you set aside in your schedule, like a meeting, appointment, or social gathering. I use these to block out when I'm going to answer emails, when I'm going to schedule social media. Literally everything in my workday typically gets blocked out in focus periods because that is the best way for me to ensure that something doesn't slip through the cracks. So block out time specifically dedicated to using your camera. This helps you focus on your photography and also remind you that using your camera is essential. Now, a few problems may arise while you are trying to do this. Firstly, other things can seem more important or more urgent, but you need to treat this time like you would any other requirement as something you can't miss. Make this a must do during that time, no exceptions. So no scheduling other meetings, no scheduling pickups or anything like that. And if there's going to be an unavoidable conflict, don't schedule your photography in at that point. Secondly, this may cut into time for doing other things. Now this can be a tough one because there are a lot of things a lot of people really like to do. But if you really want to become better at your photography, you need to make this a priority. So maybe you're going to have to cut out watching some TV, or maybe you're going to have to get your kids involved by having them come out taking photographs with you, but something may have to change in your schedule. And that's okay, because you're making your photography a priority. Thirdly, get out of your own way and just shoot what is out there. I know it can be hard to look outside and think, oh, I've shot all of that, or this is boring. Trust me, been there, done that, going through that a little bit with Calgary right now. But Instead, challenge yourself to go somewhere new or look for little details. Basically, don't let this time go away because you don't see perfect conditions. Go out and shoot during that scheduled point anyway and see what you can make. All right, and those are four suggestions that you can use to help focus on your photography even when your life gets a little bit busy. So suggestion number one was to keep your gear ready to go. Batteries charged, memories clean, gear cleaned, just ready to head out the door when you're ready. Suggestion two, keep your gear visible. Have it right by the door somewhere that you see it and think about it so you grab it when you're headed out. 
Suggestion number three, get yourself a photography accountability buddy, someone who will stick beside you and make sure you are making photography a priority. And number four is scheduling out focus periods to shoot every week, every day, whatever works for who you are. These are all pretty easy and straightforward, seemingly, but they can be really hard to implement. If doing all four seems like too much, choose the one that works the best for you and your working way. Choose two, three, four, whatever amount works for who you are. All right. Thanks so much for tuning in today. Now, as always, if you love the podcast, let me know. Send me a DM, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, and don't forget to subscribe so that you can get reminders whenever there are new episodes. And if you've got something you want to learn about, then let me know. Please let me know. I love talking photography, and I'm making this to help make your adventure and travel photography better. So if you've got something that's niggling away in your mind, or if you've got something that's just like, oh, I don't totally understand that, let me know. We'll see if we can cover it in an episode, and if not, bet you we can have a conversation about it on Instagram or through email that will help you understand what it is that you're wondering about a little bit better. I do love just talking photography. So you can find the show notes for this episode online at robertmasseyphotography.ca slash show notes. And you can follow along on all my adventures online at Robert Massey Photography and at Travel Adventure Photo School on Instagram. Now get out there and go do some shooting. Let's adventure. Bye for now.